going to start the fear of sin, right? So as I said, we are on the, the back nine of the, of the different virtues. We're on page 168. And we, we see that this virtue is listed after all the worthy virtues previously mentioned. This should suffice to make us take notice that it should be considered a matter of great importance and relevance, and that it is difficult to attain. For only one who has already attained all the prior virtues mentioned can reach it. So we've discussed many times in the past that the, this list, this ladder, if you will, it's a progressive ladder. Right? You can only build on the previous steps to achieve proper, proper success that we're looking for. Now, this virtue is fear of sin. One would think fear of sin, oh, no big deal. I have fear of sin, fear of sin. We all have fear of sin, right? What he says is this is actually very difficult. I imagine he's going to quote the, the, uh, the Talmudic passage. Let me see if quotes it. When Rabbi Yochanan, I don't see him quoting it yet. When Rabbi Yochanan was dying, Rabbi Yochanan the great Amora was dying, the students were gathered around him and he said to them, I give you a blessing that you should be as afraid of God as you are of man. And his students said, as afraid of God as we are of man, we should be way more afraid of God than of man. And he said essentially halavai, right? Would that it were that you were at least as afraid of Hashem as you are of man. So we think of fear of sin as being a small thing. Fear of sin is indeed a big thing. However, we must initially state that there are two primary types of fear, and these comprise three categories. First of these is very easy to attain. There is nothing easier than this. The second type is difficult, and the second component of the second type is more difficult than anything else. Yet, its perfection is likewise more outstanding. In other words, to the extent that it is difficult to achieve this goal, to that extent, it is, when you achieve that goal, then you have achieved perfection on a higher level. Fear of punishment is the first type. So what's the lowest level fear of, of sin? Lowest level fear of sin is, I have no problem with angering God, but unfortunately, I recognize that I'm going to get punished. So that's why I don't want to do a sin. Not because I care about angering or disappointing God, but rather because I don't want to get punished. That's a very low level, something that we could all do. Fear of his exaltedness is the second type. And fear of sin is a secondary component of it. We will now explain them and the differences between them. So now we're getting a little bit more insight to what he meant when he said fear of sin. He did not mean fear of punishment. Right? He's very, very precise in the wording that he uses. Fear of punishment, yes, indeed, we all have fear of punishment. Fear of sin is far more than that. As the words imply, Fear of punishment means that one should be afraid to violate the words of the eternal, his God, because of the punishments, whether to body or soul, that are brought on by sinning. This surely is easy to acquire. Every person loves himself and fears for his soul. And there is nothing more effective in preventing a person from doing something than the fear that harm might come to him. This type of fear is suitable only for the ignorant and for women. For they, the women, are prone to light-mindedness. Right? This is a little bit of a hard phrase to translate. This is what the, the w w women are described as being daitan kala. Daitan kala literally means light, light of mind. Right? However, this is not the principal fear that characterizes sages and men of knowledge. So to speak to what daitan kala, what does this mean? Right? I, see, I see a little bit of a, a puzzlement and consternation perhaps even. Um, so Daitan Kala, I think what it means is that women are more in touch with their emotions than men are. 
right? And that's a benefit, but it's also sometimes a, a liability. So when we talk about Daitin Kala, what that means is that if you paint a very vivid picture of the pain and suffering that can be endured, because women are more in touch with their emotions, they are more empathetic, by generally speaking, and therefore, that's the type of thing that will speak to women more than men. And obviously, this is going to be people who are men who are going to have more of that, and women will have less of that. But when we say women, it doesn't mean as a principle across the board. What it means to say is the type of thing that is more associated with a feminine type of trait is going to be this idea, because they're going to re they're going to uh, react to something on an emotional level. A second type of fear is awe of his exaltedness, which means that one must distance himself from transgression and refrain from sinning because of the immense glory of the Blessed One. For how can one commit a desecration? Or how can the heart of one who is flesh and blood, lowly and despicable, dare do something against the will of God, against the will of the Creator, blessed and exalted be His name? This type of fear is not very easily attainable, right? It's, it's very, very far from us, right? To actually think along these lines, to think to ourselves, this is, this is the idea that we're dealing with. It's difficult to really harness that, right? It will only emerge when one harnesses knowledge and understanding to contemplate the exaltedness of the Blessed One and the inferior state of man. All of these are the results of thoughtful and intelligent mind. And it is this type of fear that we previously placed within the second category of the virtue of piety, which causes a person to become embarrassed and tremble, standing before his master in prayer or in any form of worship. This is the most exemplary form of fear of the eternal, for which the eminently pious were praised. And this is what Moshe says in his statement, so as to fear this glorified and awesome name, the eternal your God. So the idea that we're describing over here is the fear of God is not the same thing as fear of punishment. And fear of sin is an even higher level in terms of fear of God. This type of fear that we are presently defining, fear of sin, is in one respect part of the aforementioned fear of his exaltedness, and in another, a distinctly independent type of fear. For this type of fear requires one to be fearful and concerned continuously lest some trace of sin may have become intermingled with his deeds, or lest his deeds contain within them something, whether of a smaller or greater nature, which is not consistent with the glory and exaltedness of the Blessed One's name. The interrelationship between the fear of sin and the aforementioned fear of his exaltedness is visible to our eyes. The goal in both is to avoid doing anything that is in conflict with the transcendent glory of Hashem. A distinction between them, however, by virtue of which the fear of sin is set apart and referred to by another name, right, than fear of God, is that fear of his exaltedness arises during the performance of a deed, either during worship or when on the verge of committing a transgression. What this means is the fear of the, exalt, of the eternal's exaltedness manifests itself either when one is engaged in prayer or worship, but then he will be embarrassed and filled with shame and he will shudder and tremble before the transcendent glory of the Blessed One, right? So what he's saying is, is like this. He's saying is that this type of fear is going to come when there is a, either a very close connection being developed between one and God, or 
unfortunately, the contrary, where someone is creating distance between himself and God. In either one of these two circumstances, there will be a fear of God, right? 